Have you ever... No, I'm not gonna start like that. Uh, that stats thing. Hey guys, Chris Danger here. Um, I just wanted to say sorry. First off, sorry that we have been a bit neglectful in getting episodes out. Uh, you know, life, life just sometimes kicks in and you gotta do what you gotta do. And yeah, stuff happens, life, whatever. Anyways, this is... Great episode. Great episode. Uh, it's it's one giant rant that's been building up in me for a while. Uh, a while, a while. And you need to go on this adventure with us. So uh, today we're going to talk about a couple weird things. Have you ever thought, what would happen if you had sex in a Volkswagen Beetle? Uh, what would happen if you decided to start some internet beef on YouTube with another YouTuber and uh, challenge them to a boxing match? <coughs> Um, human garbage on the way. Spoiler alert. And, uh, what about, um, oh, I don't know, some good old-fashioned Just Do It Nike at its best. I, I think it's pretty smart, actually. Stat and I weigh in on having a good time with Nike and their endorsements and protests and all that fun jazz. But, uh, yeah, all that and more on... This is not a drill. It's like arterial spray just straight up their face. Batteries are dead. He's still going, folks. Goof! Do it again! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I would leave my wife and child in this place. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Not a Drill Podcast. I am Stat, your host, and I'm here with my ever pine smelling friend <laughs> mm. chris danger yeah chris how you doing so good so good. came back did oh for one let me tell you this you know what i realized today uh you know we discussed recording the podcast yesterday being yesterday being saturday today is the the sabbath sunday um so i realized we are a couple episodes behind mm. I I also have an episode on my laptop that we have. <laughs> ah, so I'm gonna finish that tonight. Cool. Uh, and so people will have already listened to that before we post this one. But because um, our plan was to record an episode uh, in the mountains, yeah, super cr- broke back style. Yeah, Chris right? <laughs> sheep herding. I don't know and, if we want to call that. Oh, sheep well, herding. I thought. Anyways, just yeah. grab the ram by the horns. <laughs> Chris, my Chris Danger it. and I uh, were camping in the Wyoming wilderness. Yeah, up in what was the place? Star Star Valley. Star Valley. Star Valley. Yeah, Star Valley, Wyoming. Uh, specifically, Cottonwood Lake. Yeah, nice uh, place. It was a nice place. It was very I nice. Was, I was in my element the whole time. We we spent what two nights, three days. We went up Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Came back Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Yeah, uh, it was great. We just we we had no plan. The wife and, and kid were there. Your wife and kid were there. We went off, shot some guns. We ran, uh, drove some ATVs. Ah, oh, man, it was a perfect weekend. Yeah. Perfect weekend. Then come back. And uh, I know you and I have talked about this to extensive point. Uh, not everyone else would know this. I lost my wallet while uh, <laughs> gassing up at a gas station in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. <laughs> and uh, which was... It was great. Like, I, n- not losing the wallet was great. It was great. so great. It was you were so off great. the grid. So, I didn't realize that I had lost it, though. 
because Monday was Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't buy anything. Labor Day. Uh, Labor Day. Ugh. This is how backwards I am. <laughs> uh, it's that other Monday that <laughs> it's you the get other off. Monday holiday. I get them mixed up all the time. Yeah. And so I, uh, so anyway, so I, um, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. My wife went to the store and then Tuesday morning I'm getting up to go to work, right? I get, get all the stuff. And I do the, the Trinity check, which is badge, key, wallet, right? Mm-hmm. And it's side pocket, side pocket, butt. And I go to my butt and I go, oh man. You keep your wallet in your butt pocket? In my butt pocket, not in my butt. I should have, I should have explained that. But yeah, um, butt pocket. Yeah, butt pocket. See, I, I can't stand that because then you're, it's, it's the whole uh, George oh, Costanza from Seinfeld, you know? Yeah, it's the, I don't, I don't keep it in there when I drive. I don't keep it in there when I'm sitting. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I take it out, but uh, it I just put, goes in there. I put mine in my front pocket. Ooh, front pocket. It's not a full wallet, though. It's just a little, it's like a little strap, and it just holds my debit card and my driver's license. Yeah. And my So Delicious card. Hells yeah. So, So Delicious. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, I I don't know how I lost it, but it ended up in uh, the gas station at Wyoming, and long story short, your grandparents uh, returned yeah. to yeah. me. I, I, called, I called up, you went to Maverick, and I called them up. Uh, where Maverick started, actually. That's where yeah. Maverick began. The genesis of uh, where adventure... The genesis of adventure. <laughs> Adventure's first stop, <laughs> there you go. I believe, is uh, the genesis. And, uh, no, but I, I called him up, and, and, and I just said, Hey, uh, we were up in uh, Cottonwood Lake camping over this last weekend, and I think we left a wallet there. It's going to be under the name Chris... And the guy I was talking to said, yeah, let me uh, just go check in the safe. And he comes back about 30 seconds later and he says, uh, does the guy have a huge beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, said, that's yep, him. That one's it. That's obvious. Yeah. So my grandma, yeah. who's, who's a saint, uh, mailed it back. Yeah, which is crazy. Uh, not crazy that she mailed it back. Crazy that it was found, returned. Yeah. Good people out there. Thank you. Um, and then, yeah, so then it was funny because after, before I text you, because uh, I was texting you like, haha, something had to go wrong from a perfect weekend, right? One mm-hmm. thing had to go wrong. And I had already canceled my cards, already canceled my HSA card, uh, had a plan to go get a new driver's license the next morning, all this stuff. And then, uh, yeah, then you text me and you're like, oh no, they have it. The Maverick has it. I'm yeah. like, what? I got you. So, in honor of that, we are drinking what? No theme song because we're drinking Maverick. <laughs> it, being, it being the Sabbath, so, so delicious is La Close. So, so I, I picked these up. I, I want to tell you what this is a little bit. Yeah. You don't have to guess. It's uh, so this is Mountain Dew, and you can probably see in it that there is a bunch of lime wedges. Yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton. You killed a lime plant for this. Uh, there's a full lime in your drink. Ooh. It's eight lime wedges. Mountain Dew, a shot of vanilla, and a little spritz of cherry just to make it red. How you do probably you can't the, taste it. Hold on. How do you do the shots of vanilla? Like, what do you mean? Uh, so, in, in their fountain uh, station, in their fountain drinks, they have just little flavor shots that will come oh. out the same as spigot. Oh, okay. And you just kind of hold it down. So, I did a what? shot of vanilla flavor, but real limes. It's a whole lime. There's eight slices, eight wedges in there. Uh, so, it's super citrusy. This is... My go-to drink, if I'm not drinking so delicious, is about six to eight wedges of lime in Mountain Dew. It's so tart. Oh my gosh, that's tart. Like, in the best way. It, like, dried my tongue out. Yeah. 
This yeah. keeps you thirsty, man. Yeah, it does. You know, that's the secret to, uh, to like, Mountain Dew and Sprite is the lime because it actually does the chemical, that sour hitting oh, your... Oh, yeah? It makes it you more thirsty. Keeps you coming back for more. Yep. Mm. So you have to drink more. I don't know. Tricky, dude. Tricky. So, so delicious. The, the one thing I think So Delicious could improve on is uh, whenever I go in through their drive-thru and I say I want fresh lime in my drink, they give me like one lime wedge. Why don't you just tell them? Well, I do. And then I say, hey, I want like extra, extra lime. Like I want a ton of lime. And they put like three. So count it out for them. Be like, I would like five lime wedges. Yeah. See, but sea biscuit, I, I would ask what? for eight. <laughs> so thing. ask for eight. I'll ask for eight. All right, we'll do it next time. I'll cover the dollar <laughs> that that might cost you. Like, uh, yeah, dude, it's been a perfect week in Chris' world. Uh, so perfect. I'm not even going to edit out the fact that you used my real name earlier. So, uh, I didn't. Did I say your last yeah. name? I didn't say your last yeah, name. Yeah, you did. Oh, snap. You're going to have to listen to the episode. Shoot. You're going to hear it. I'm not even going to edit it. Did I really? It. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I, I figured you would have like raised your eyebrows at least. like. I did, but you kind of like looked past me. Oh, like, man. Like I wasn't here. Like you're a, yeah. <laughs> like you're the reflection of a vampire. Ooh, dude, I feel like that, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, just as a side note, before we get into today's episode, I do want to say one more thing. My wife and I have been watching Parks and Rec. <gasps> and, uh, yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes! We've, we've never seen it before, so we're experiencing it for the first time. And uh, Chris <laughs> told me about a week ago, we, we were talking about who in real life that we knew were the characters from Parks and Rec. And uh, you kind of looked at me. You had this, Chris, you had this moment where you looked at me with this little glimmer in your eye. And... <laughs> And you and mm. you kind of came to this realization that I am like Ben Wyatt. Yeah. Like the nerdy side of Ben. Yeah. And as I'm watching this show and as I get more into Ben's character and watch him make calzones and watch him do it's a calzone. Yeah, watch him do a stop motion movie and oh, you're hear him talk there? about hear oh, him talk dang. about, you know, Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and all sorts of game stuff. Game of like, Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's the game of thrones. I I totally am Ben Wyatt. You are. Yeah. Uh, your appreciation for all things like Excel related and oh, what was it? Um, I was watching it the other night. Uh, have you got? You've gotten to the point where? Well, of course you have. You, you're in season four. Uh, season four. Four. Yeah. In the four. I because Le Leslie's doing her uh, campaign. Yeah, season four. For yeah. I'm like. Uh, uh, I'm like hardcore rewatching it again, and I've done it like this is probably the hundredth time. Mm. And uh, I got to the point where they've just opened Entertainment 720. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, you know they bring in they bring in Adam Scott's character Ben Wyatt to to help them with the books, you know, and like f figure out how they mm -hmm. should spend their money. And he's in awe about how they're doing everything, all in a bad way. And uh, it's when. Uh, it's when they go, oh, we could really use your help with something. I can't remember the exact line, but Tom Tom Hafford's like, yeah, it's something, some, something, something report. Like, some kind of, like, expense report kind of thing. And yeah. Like, oh, something about, like, this blah, 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 blah. And he and Ben had just mocked him asking earlier, and yeah. then he's like, oh. he's like, what? What do you think my idea of is uh, fun is sitting at the, in my grandma's basement doing Excel spreadsheets? He's like, okay, well, I don't think you'll like this idea very much then, but we want you to do whatever report. He's like, like oh TPS. yeah, that report. He's that. like the TPS report, and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, no, I actually, I actually oh, yeah. do like oh, those. Those are way fun. It's it's like that Ben moment, Ben moment where he's trying to, he's trying to be this tough guy, 
that's in there and you, you'll see as the seasons go on like ben ben really becomes like this brave tough tough toughened character yeah and uh and it, it's there it's rooted but it's rooted in all these little moments like that where he's like oh yeah you think i just spent all my days geeking out and doing excel stuff and like well we're kind of wondering if you'd help with this tps report oh yeah tp i actually love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah that was the moment when when i realized you and i working together and and people come into the office and be like, hey, Stan, I uh, I'm working on this Excel thing and I'm trying to figure this out. And you'd be like, oh yeah, no, like I can totally help you. That's me tapping or you know, typing. You'd be like, done. And <laughs> see people like with their jaws dropped, like, huh, how did you do that? But yeah, dude, you are 100% Ben Wyatt. Yeah, I'm okay with that. You should be. He's a great character. Yeah. Like, you could be a Jerry. You, you, yeah. As you'll learn later, <laughs> don't be a jerry don't be a jerry uh you started watching the good place yeah i'm four four episodes in i love it have i you, love have how you got trippy to the episode is. with adam scott no okay either that or i fell asleep during i fell asleep during the fourth one not because of any boredom but because i started watching it at like 1 a.m hmm. uh and that was a bad idea uh dude i love it it is a refreshing take on the afterlife. Like I usually hate these shows that are like the characters died and they they have to like redeem themselves and they have to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is one of maybe one of the best takes on heaven. <laughs> the, the good place it, well cause it's funny that like people have these jobs where like Mike like Ted Danson is this character named Michael who I'm assuming is an archangel because he's an architect yeah right uh-huh, there's these yeah. there's these clever quibs in it that I'm just like dude this is the funniest thing and and you're only four episodes into the first season <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah and but I'm, I'm looking at this going and, and this is not a spoiler alert because it happens in the first episode but uh, oh what's the main chick's name uh, Eleanor yeah but what's her Kristen Bell Kristen Bell yeah she's wonderful I, mm-hmm. I love how she is so terrible uh, like such a terrible character her her character Eleanor is a awful person mm-hmm. but it is it's not awful in the sense of evil or twisted or mean it's kind of like it's it, I, she's just like a trashy person she, she's a trashy person that I think every person has has either met and goes, yeah, but you kind of put up with it, or you kind of look at it and go, oh crap, that's me sometimes. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Um, there's the, the, what just while you're saying that, there's there's a scene later on in the season, and again, this isn't spoilers or anything, but you you start to hear some of the criteria for putting someone in the bad place, and uh, it, it's it's like this little quiz that that Michael starts reading out to one of the characters, and some of the things that he talks about are like super. Like kind of like trashy things, right? Yeah. Like like you you wouldn't think I'd go to hell for doing that, but like it. So one of them is like, have you ever had a vanity license plate, <laughs> or have you ever have you ever uh, gone to a show by the California uh, funk pop rock band Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> or uh, the like, o- yeah. the other one, the other and it's funny because my wife loves Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, they're so and I got the, I got their album right here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no, and, and but one of the other questions is: Have you ever have you ever uh, engaged in social media or watched the show or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, with any of the characters uh, on the cast of The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, or <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise? And my wife is all about those. So ever since we watched that episode, I get crap all the time. Your wife is going to the bad. I place. know. Yeah, I don't watch that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. So. Uh, 
I, I need to get back into the, watching that. Because you freaked out when you were like, dude, there's a second season on Netflix. Yeah, it just came out on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's great because it's by the same writer or, or creator of both The Office and... Um, Parks and Rec, right? Like that's the it's the same mm-hmm. same guy who who it's so funny to me plays Moe's. Like his character in the office is is Moe's. Yeah. And then he makes no appearance in Parks and Rec, at least that I know of. Mm-hmm. Um that dude is a gifted gifted writer. Like I he's a gifted comedic writer because he gets it's satire of the best. But it's clever sat. It's not satire like, oh yeah, haha, I get that. It's a funny joke. It's like, no, <laughs> I've met that person. I know who that is. That's why that annoys me. Yeah. And he makes light of it in just the best way. But that dude, that dude's going to the good place. If I have anything to say about him, <laughs> um, ah, dude, I'm so excited for you to finish that season. I'm. The first episode was weird because I didn't know what was going on then they dropped the bomb that she's not eleanor yeah. like she's like i don't like any of this also the clowns freaked me out that yeah. terrified me <laughs> scared so she has yeah i'm <laughs> like 1 a.m i'm watching the first episode and they're like oh and we have this whole clown art gallery and this like up close shot that just bam splash it in your face and i lost it like for, i just like recoiled in fear mm-hmm. like someone could have been walking through my house saying i'm gonna kill you and i would have been fine i would have been like oh, okay that's cool just you know change the air filter on my ac uh the clown thing freaked me out like there was no tomorrow but uh yeah yeah she finds out she's not that she's not is she is her name eleanor yeah. Okay, so she's Eleanor, but the person that they think she is, this maybe other Eleanor or whatever, is not, they're not the same person. Because he, Michael rattles off all these things that he's like, well, you're here because of the, your charity work here, and you're, mm-hmm. you love these clowns and this house and this, we took everything you love, and because you're a good person, we've replicated that here. Yeah. And then, and then the bomb drops at the end with her soulmate, which that concept annoys the hell out of me but yeah. i feel like it's a giant mockery in this you, mo- in you, this show too you, you 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 need to you need to keep watching it oh i am the the, the great thing about the good place <laughs> is at least in the first season every like so you, you just said there's the twist at the end of the first episode yeah. every like two to three episodes throughout the whole season there's some sort of i want to say major but there's a twist that kind of shifts your perspective on uh-huh the characters or the situation or something. And then yeah. the entire season ends with a huge twist and it's, it's so what good. A twist. It's so good. I just, I just love Ted Danson's suit mm-hmm. when like everything goes to crap in the f- second episode mm-hmm. and it's like, re- it, they're all wearing it. The, it's like, like yellow, yellow and black. Yeah. But the way he rocks that, like Ted Danson's one of those guys who I'm pretty sure he could dress any way he wants and it would look amazing. It would. He just <laughs> and his and his character, by the way, is super funny to me because it's not a Ted Danson character. Mm-hmm. It's not this like well thought out, methodical, clever kind of person. He's excited to be doing what he's doing. You find out that this is his first project, mm-hmm. and and but he's also. A little flamboyant, not in a like gay straight way, but just like a over the top kind of flamboyant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just got way too much energy. And he's like super excited about humans. Yeah, and he's like, oh, we're so and... happy you're here. 
and you'll go watch him on CSI, you know, yeah. Cheers, and he's <laughs> yeah. cynical, and I love that. I love that too. But then, like, here's this, and he's super believable. Uh, he's just, he's, just, I'm loving Ted Danson all of a sudden. So, broke back that mountain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, whew. Yeah. That's been my week. Like, hardcore. That's been my week. Good week. Yeah. Good week. It's been, oh, I cleaned up this room too, by the way. The bunker? Uh, the bunker was trashed. And now it's uh, cleaned. Like, I had stuff just everywhere. This bunker is spick and span. Yeah. I need to build a new desk. It's like the other thing I need to do, but... So, so what do you got for us today, Chris? I have one, two, three, four, five things! Wow. <laughs> wow. And these are doozies. Some what of a them, treat. Some of them, most people... Uh, I, I think some of these people probably, by the time they're hearing this, have probably already experienced uh, a little bit but it wouldn't be not a drill podcast if we didn't talk about things that are just outlandish ridiculous and insane so uh in no particular order of importance the first thing that i wanted to talk about is uh dan reynolds from the band imaginary flying lizards uh, <laughs> imagine dragons um i don't I don't really care, yes or no, for, for the Imagine Dragons. It's a good band. You know, they have some cool hits, whatnot. Um, they're like Utah, Nevada boys, cool stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and good for them, right? Like they, They've had a pretty classic career. I saw them a few years ago. It was a really good, really good show. Mm-hmm. Like, music that I can get into, like, you know, on the occasion, sure, fun. Show... I lost my mind. I was the I was the twelve year old girl that likes Imagine Dragons all of a sudden. They they put on a really good show. They do. They are ooh, that is hit the spring of my that was in they my put on ear. a good show. <laughs> yeah, um I swear that was the spring. That wasn't anything <laughs> else. A- yeah. <laughs> anyways, they um a really good show. And anyways, Dan Reynolds has been in the news lately because of his whole, uh, which is a great initiative, his whole Live, Live Love or Love Live, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's mm. this, they just threw this concert here in, in uh, Salt Lake, Utah, and it's about, um, you know, the LGBTQ Organiz- group, uh, not organization, but the the social group, and, and mm. helping people feel like they have a place um, who are who are transitioning, who have identity issues, who have you know they're they're gay, they're lesbian. It's like what a cool concept, you know. Uh, I think a guy at that level, that stature, can can throw in. Um, anyways, enter the arena, Dan <laughs> Reynolds, uh, and who's who's on the other corner? Eminem. So I wake up the other morning, and and again, this is at this point. If you're listening to this audience, this is not news. But um, Eminem dropped this album, which, by the way, is pretty freaking good. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And there is a song, and I don't I don't keep up with who has beef with who because uh, I actually believe that most of this uh, celebrity beef. Uh, on its surface is made up. It's just to create press and publicity and, and gets both people in the spotlight mm-hmm. who neither one looks like a jerk, but they, you know, whatever. Uh, so apparently Eminem uh, has some beef with uh, this other rapper named Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, in... To be fair, Eminem does have beef with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like Eminem hates everybody yeah. equally. He, yeah. He <laughs> fired shots on... 
Everybody. So many people <laughs> in his album that just just dropped like, like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. Kamikaze came out with yeah. no marketing or anything. He just yeah. so good. But that's the thing. Like the whole album is taking shots at every person, yeah. every faith, every organization, the left versus the right. Like he just laid down, and that's kind of maybe why I like it because I feel like if you're gonna crap on someone, then you have to crap on everybody, or it's not fair. Yeah. Uh, so super fair, super fair. Anyways. Uh, Tyler, the creator, uh, and I may or may not be right about this, uh, reading through this, some ambiguity, but he's this rapper who, internet fame kind of thing, he's pretty good at what he does, pretty good. Um, he, Tyler, the creator, apparently called like Eminem the F word, like the rhymes with maggot, okay? So we know which F word Chris is talking mm-hmm. about. The sexually derogative. Yeah, like, uh, it's, you know, uh, what's the phrase that they were using where it was like, uh... Um, I don't remember exactly. It's not like they didn't use the phrase "sexually derogative." It was like uh, I don't remember. Anyways, um, so Eminem shots, you know, shoots back in Kamikaze, and he has this song where he calls Tyler the Creator out, and he calls him the F word. Mm-hmm. So why did I bring up Dan Reynolds at the beginning? Well, because Dan Reynolds gets on Twitter because that's how you do it now. <laughs> jump on twitter i just imagine like dan reynolds he's waking up he's like eminem dropped this cool song uh this cool album he listens to it and he's like man he's the f word and like i do this whole li- and i get i get your principles i get where you're coming from dan reynolds like tweets out this whole thing where he's like um it's not cool why would you use that kind of language why are we talking about this now dan <laughs> Have you not listened to any other Eminem songs? Have you not listened to any other Eminem albums? In fact, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe you don't know this, on one of Eminem's very first albums, mm-hmm. I think it's within the, it's either the first or the second one, There, he does that whole skit thing, you know, a lot of rappers yeah. do, where yeah, they... Yeah. He's got a skit where he has, like, <clears throat> it's sound effects of some dude, uh, you know, expletive, expletive sucking on some dude's, you know, yeah. stuff. So what... Like and it wasn't it wasn't like complimentary, so where where is Dan Reynolds at with all this? And then of course the Twitter sphere blows up. Mm-hmm. All of Dan Reynolds' twelve year old followers like lie. They're like Eminem should apologize, and then they start talking about which this is this is the rabbit hole I got into. Uh, I didn't know this because I don't I don't care enough to. Apparently, the rap world is homophobic. I think traditionally, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's very... And, but that's a, what, a, what a strange thing to say, right? It's 2018, and we're saying, like, yeah, rap is actually really homophobic. But here you are calling out the one guy the billionth time he said this word. And I'm not saying it's right that he used the word. I'm not saying it's wrong that you called him out. Mm-hmm. But it's like... And then it brings up this whole discussion on... Is rap homophobic? So I start Googling that, right? I'm looking at that. And Kanye West. <laughs> this, I love Kanye. I, here's the thing, dude. <laughs> I don't know if it's the political things going on in the world that is twisting what is right into wrong and what it was wrong is into right. I used to hate Kanye West. Now I actually think he might be the smartest person alive. Yeah, I think low-key he, he might be. I think he might. Like, I'm... <laughs> anyways... He, he has, for the past like six years or something, has actually been talking pretty frequently about uh, homophobic uh, behaviors in, in the rap community. Mm-hmm. 
And I watched this interview where he said it was really hard at the beginning of his career when he was getting in. He's like, there's a lot of pressure to be a certain way, to behave a certain way, to say things a certain way in the rap community, mm-hmm. right? the R&B rap community. He said he got flack when he started wearing like the pink uh, pink uh, polo shirts. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, dude, Connie, what's up? Like, like, what are you doing? A little too preppy. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're looking a little too cool, right? Like, yeah. you're little... And he goes, there's all this pressure. And, and here's the guy who owns... Like him and Jay Z, I feel like own the rap world, right? Like they are, they they own what I like to call the caviar rap. Oh, hell uh, yeah. side of things. <laughs> that is clever because because it very much is. It's all about the high class life and the and the uh. money and especially Jay Z a little more than Kanye really. Jay Z in my mind owns the the caviar oh, yeah. rap genre uh, currently. Well, but, he's he's and, all business. It's no, it's yeah. not about the streets and yeah. being. Yeah, not anymore. I, yeah, no, not him anymore. Yeah, hell no. I mean, um, if, you, if you look at his, if you look at Jay Z's latest albums that came out, like uh, what was trash. the one, uh, Magna Carta, uh, yeah, that came out like four or five years ago. I love how clever that is. Like they're like, um, what are you going to call it, uh, Magna Carta? You're like, yeah. what? Yeah, Why like that you... was that whole thing was so. It's a terrible Jay Z impression, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awful. Yeah, uh, yeah, that. That whole album was very pretentious. I thought it. I, I didn't. I, I. I don't think it's bad. Uh, I actually thought there were a lot was, of. I didn't think it was decent good. songs on there. Yeah, but nothing like nothing like uh, the Blueprint or uh, what was the other one? Anyway, the Black matter. Album. The yeah, the Black Album is one of my favorite. That also the fact that you can splice it up with the White Album by the Beatles, and you have the Gray Album. Yeah, that dude got the shoot out of him. Uh, <laughs> the guy who did that. Anyways. Um, yeah, so Dan Reynolds, Eminem, internet beef. And Eminem's reply was, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like Which which to a certain point I think is great because okay, like I, like if if someone's attacking you like that, you can either attack back and, and fight yeah. back and get dirty, or you just go, like, cool man. Yeah. Like great, but, I am but who then I am. We, but then you gotta think like how how many other artists out there have used that word? And I'm not saying rap artists. I'm saying mm-hmm. like artists who, for instance, I went back through my not my own music. I don't I don't use that word. I hate that word. Uh, I don't care if other people use it because I believe in free speech. You can say whatever you want. I don't I don't believe that you there are zero consequences to that. But you say whatever you want. You know. Um, I went back to an album that came out in 2004 that I really love. Uh, and it is by a pretty, pretty popular band. They've been around since, uh, 1990. Well, they've been around since like 1987, but, uh, it's a color and it rhymes with day. Mm-hmm. Can you guess? It's a color and, and it's two words and it rhymes with day. It ends in day. It ends in yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Staff. Purple day. <laughs> Yeah, Green Day. Green Thanks, Day. Man. Uh, so I went back to uh, their seven of eight Grammy Award winning album, American Idiot, right? Which is one of the best sonically driven albums I've ever heard. Like just start to end, phenomenal. The song American Idiot uses that F word. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? No, subliminal mind F America? Yeah, yeah, that one too. That's not the F word I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's the maggot word. And I go, no one cared. Yeah. Why? Because no one cared. Because well, like, in 2004, people were still saying that. It wasn't okay. 
Yeah. But then, but then I have to start. You have to start thinking like, what? What's? When do you all of a sudden say you can't say the other f word? One well, rhymes with fire truck. I, because because some people find that offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what Eminem faced in you know his, early in his career with this whole uh, Slim Shady persona and yeah. the Slim Shady LP and uh, Curtain Call. You know all those early albums he put out. What that's uh, you know he was hugely one of the most controversial figures in music. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Really. And he's crazy. And and he knows it and he plays into it and and there's a lot of lyrics where like he he compares himself to Elvis, you know, because Elvis was doing black. What was at the time? Oh like yeah. Black the only reason music, the right? only reason Elvis was any good was because because the, the states were so racist that all of a sudden you have a white guy who's doing what black people did mm-hmm. and they could sell what black people did to white people. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And it was lucrative and yeah. marketable and whatever But if you else. go back and listen to Elvis's stuff, it's garbage. I love him <laughs> to death. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love... He's the king because he's the king. But when you really water it down, when you really, like, just yeah. d- dilute it to what it was, he was doing what everybody else was doing he just was white. Mm-hmm. That was it. There yeah. was Elvis really wasn't all that special. But then there's the side of me that loves Elvis, and it's, he is special. Yeah, he's, he's Elvis. He, yeah, uh, but it, I mean, it, I think Eminem's been facing that uh, th- that whole aspect of it his whole career, and somewhat for good reason. I mean, he is. I mean, a lot of his lyrics, like you said, they've they've always been yeah. that way and that type and everything uh but i i mean I, I think you see it a lot with like your your example of green day uh when did that song come out 2004 yeah 2000, so about what 15 years ago now yeah. almost almost yeah. 15 years almost 15 years so ago. so i think, think it came out like september that, or november guy, yeah the guys that wrote that song and recorded it and sang it and every everything else well they're 15 years older now yeah. You know, so they're probably more mature. They probably, you know, whatever else. Yeah. Um, so in in my head, it, it it really comes down to the controversialness of using words like that or using that type of language. It really comes down to like the socio uh, climate, like the yeah. social climate that we're living in now, and also just the fact that a lot of these people have kind of grown up and they don't talk like that anymore. You want to know the other word that. Green Day used like four years, five years after that. Hmm. Maybe it was six years. They used the N word in one of their songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I was waiting for things to explode. Not in a good way. I wasn't like sitting there like, yeah, here we go. They're going to get what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. No, I was actually like, oh, boys, what did you do? And then nothing happened. Nothing. No one said anything about it. Here's these three super duper white dudes. In in the world's like biggest rock and roll band, and it was on um, it was on Twenty First Century Breakdown, so it was their big follow up to American Idiot, right? Mm. Another great album, I love it. It's part of this what I call the American Idiot trilogy, uh, and and it's like the second to last song. He says the N word with a hard R, no <laughs> A. It's even written in the lyrics, like you can <laughs> reference to their li- and boom, and so I was like. Ah! <laughs> nothing nothing happened nothing happened i'm not saying it should hmm. i'm saying that maybe because people understand and i think like to your point the social climate is not that way right now Mm-mm. where people do not understand an artist's take that they 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 sometimes use words because of the emotion it evokes yeah. like one of my favorite lyrics is is when they say the subliminal mind says f america mm-hmm. right 
because it that phrase in 2004 was very very yeah. unpopular three years after 9-11 yeah three years after 9-11 it's bush and 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 it's just like the world's falling apart kind of you know yeah. moment and so, but and I thought I was like, are they just saying it because they want to say it, or are they saying it because they know it's evoking an emotion? That that's what they're saying, and that's what I think. Like I, to a point, Eminem. That's he's a word sleuth. The dude, he doesn't pick words because they're easy. It, it, he yeah. picks them because they're hard. Because and again, I'm not I'm not saying that you should be allowed to say whatever you want. I mean, you can you can say whatever you want. There are going to be consequences. But I think Eminem is also one of those people who is thought through and accepted whatever consequences come his way. I think the the real problem problem is how soft are we getting where we 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 listen to some guy who's been doing I'm not trying to water it down but do, doing the same thing album by album by album and then all of a sudden we go that's not okay. That's not okay cuz 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 in my opinion Dan Reynolds has an interest in making sure that he appears a certain way whether that's what he believes or not mm-hmm. right but that if he doesn't become a social warrior now yeah because he's already hitched his horse to that wagon yeah and so if, if stuff comes out don't you want to be the first like you want to be at the be at the front of that wagon you yeah. want to be like boom let's go so i can't blame him but i also think like dude just don't be soft don't be soft anyways speaking of soft you know what gets me soft in the morning please boxing first off i hate boxing i think boxing is like it used to be the sport of sports right it was like dude this is where people gambled their money away people lost their lives because they gambled their money away and uh the last last boxing thing i watched was uh conor mcgregor who's one of my favorite fighters go toe-to-toe with uh floyd money lady boy mayweather Oh wait, is, is it money? Maybe I don't care. Uh, that guy who beats his wife mm-hmm. uh, in front of his kids mm-hmm. uh, with two deadly weapons called his fists. That piece of human garbage. Anyways, uh, connecting that to other human garbage. I don't know who this one dude is uh, on the YouTubes, but then there's Logan Paul and his brother. What's his brother's name? Trevor Paul? Some other stupid white person know. name. Trevor's not a stupid white person name. Chris is a stupid white person name, but. Um, <laughs> Ah, what's Jake. His? Jake. Jake. Yeah. Why do uh, I know that? <laughs> uh, Jake Paul and Logan Paul decide to go toe-to-toe with these two other YouTuber guys in a boxing ring mm-hmm. because reasons. Because people wanted it? No, because yeah. they wanted it. Because it was internet beef. Yeah, internet yeah. beef. Uh, that we and, and, as, and it really wouldn't surprise me if they all just fabricated it amongst themselves. Yeah. B- because the outcome of that fight was what? A draw. Yeah, it was a draw. It was a, a tie. Draw. They, Logan they, Paul versus this KPSI dude or whatever. Yeah. And I don't care about either of these people. But my, be- my beef, my beef is with Logan Paul. And I'd love to go in a boxing ring toe-to-toe with him because I would, I, would, I would stop fighting by the rules and I'd have a shank. In- I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> he, like, he, you know, he comes off of this whole ban from YouTube, super apologetic that ended up being super fake and everyone bought it. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, I don't have a job. Like, I'm not, I'm, he's not making any money, right? So mm-hmm. what does he got to do? They got to start beef. They got to do something. Yeah, you got to well, drum up interest. What haven't they done? What hasn't YouTube done? Hosted a boxing match. Do you remember? Do you remember when like half the nation tuned in to McGregor versus Mayweather? I did. Mm-hmm. I bought it a uh, hundred bucks on pay-per-view. I'm insane. Why did I do that? Because I like Conor McGregor. Anyways, um, 
Yeah, so, like, Jake and Homie that he fought, uh, I think Jake lost, because they should. Uh, and I was really <laughs> hoping someone would just get their face caved in. Like, you, you end up looking like Quasimodo or mm. Sloth or something from the Goonies. Like, that's what I was hoping Logan Paul would come looking at. And he's got, like, a cut on his nose, and they go, um, uh, uh, it's a draw. Really? And you know how much they both walked away from that fight making? Like millions. Eight million dollars. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't see, they, even good! See, that? that's why I think it was a conspiracy, right? Yeah. Because it ended in a draw. So, who really won? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But how are we going to find out? Oh, there's going to be a rematch. Time. Tune in next time. Yeah, there's got to be a rematch, right? Oh, and how, do you, the, how do you tune in? the true in? winner is. YouTube. Yeah, you Red. Yeah. You got to do that stupid YouTube Red thing. Yep. Like, I'm so sick of YouTube asking for me every time. Every time I log into the app. Every time I get in the app, they're like, hey. Do you want to help us with our sponsors? Do you want to upgrade to YouTube Red? And I go, no, I don't. I told you this every day for the last year. I don't want it. You know, they've been throwing me notifications anytime I have a YouTube video on and I just turn my turn phone off. Turn it off and you yeah. turn back and you're like, crap, turn back on. They're like, yeah. hey! Oh, yeah, if you do, don't want that to happen. Do you know you can still listen to us? I'm like, yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. So at I this keep point, saying no. I do know it. At this point, it's like McDonald's saying, hey, do you remember we have a dollar menu? Yeah, I do. Because that's all I order from. Yeah. So shut up. Uh, yeah, stupid, stupid. All right. I'm going to skip the, the Nike ads because I want to come back to that in a second. Uh, Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> I think that someone on Adult Swim, someone on Comedy Central, Funny or Die, somebody needs to make a series called Florida Man. And, like, base every episode off of real things that have happened in Florida. Mm. But, like, Florida Man has to deal with it. He has to save people from it. Make a Florida Man. Anyways, uh, I told you half of this before the episode started. What were you going to say? I was going to say, he's, he's more of an anti-hero. Yeah. He's like, he's like the Deadpool of superheroes. Yeah, he's but the, he's, even then, that's putting... Like, I wouldn't even say the he's, Deadpool He's like the Punisher of... <laughs> he's... <laughs> He's, he's, not the, a, he's, not a, he's not the person that goes around saving uh, people from the incidents that are happening. He's the one that goes around causing the incidents. You know and how, then just normal law enforcement has to step in. They're like, ah, Florida, Florida man. man. But he's not a bad Florida guy. man he's strikes just, again. He's, just he's not a, a villain. He's, he's just, not a villain. Like, he's, he's just bad at being a good he's guy. He's just dumb. He's like, he's like the tick, but uh, <laughs> worse. Um I was thinking he was like a Kmart special kind of thing, but anyways, uh, Florida man, you ready for this? He's the he's the Kmart of superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Oh, the man. Kmart, the blue light special yeah. of the Kmart superheroes. Um, <laughs> so I found this. This is three days ago. Someone posted this to um, the subreddit uh, Florida man and pros. You ready for this? This is pros and cons. I want you to guess the con. Okay. Pro. Florida man priests aren't having sex with kids. That's good. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of the news. Yeah. Pro. I don't know if you've heard of the news, but like the Catholic Church is once again hey. under heavy worldly fire. Pro. I'm not having sex with kids. Whoa. Let's celebrate yeah. it. Hey. hey. Yeah. That's super good. Statler. Priest Statler is not having sex with kids. <laughs> um, good for me. What do you think the con is? I can only imagine because uh, I know on our last episode uh, he was having sex with alligators. Yeah, Florida man was having sex with the r- raping alligators. You're raping, yeah, tranquilizing, uh, and yeah. So I'm guessing it's going to be a different animal. <laughs> Please don't tell me it's the same thing. No, it's not. Uh, hold on. No, no. Well, so these are, so these he's are, not, he's not having priests. sex with. Okay, okay. So he's not having sex with underage kids. 
but he is it. He's having sex with something, though, right? Maybe. He is having sex with cars. Nope. Ready for this? I'm gonna start from the beginning. Fire hydrants. <laughs> Pro. Uh, Florida man priests aren't having sex with kids. Cons. They're having sex with each other in full view of a children's playground. <laughs> what? <laughs> bring, what? Bring back the alligators, please. Yeah, like, Jeez. Like, I, I just imagine, like, there's this, like, community playground, and you're just like, what are those, what are those two dogs doing? Is that oh. Father, is oh. that, is that Father Florida Man? <gasps> and that's Father Florida Man, too! Father Florida Man. <laughs> Oh, um, uh, no, there were penguins in Florida. No, get some of these comments. This is so funny. Uh, I guess this is a step forward. <laughs> well, then the bar is set low enough. Uh, <laughs> somebody else goes, this might be the worst possible context for baby steps. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, it's gross. Why? That's that's my question. The New York Post, uh, NewYorkPost.com, priests caught having sex in car near Miami Beach playground. Oh, in car. I was close. Yeah, yeah you were. Yeah. <laughs> you were. Uh, first off. Were they driving or parked? I don't. I think one of them was probably driving. Was it like was it like a drive by, like Is, drive by the, the children's playground? Um, Did they roll down the windows? Let's see. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Did they wag or dangle anything out the windows? Because trust the Catholic priests to have the most messed up, like, sex problems, right? Have you heard Bill Burr talking about this lately? Yeah. 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 Where he went on the talk show and they're like, don't you think your comments on the Catholic Church went a little too far? Yeah, don't you think the comments went a little too far? And Bill Burr goes, don't you think the Catholic Church went too far? (laughs) Like, and I'm like, yes! Yes, that's why it's okay. I'm, I have a lot of Catholic uh, friends. I went to a Catholic high school. Like, I get it. But it's not about being Catholic. It's that there's these guys up at the top who are protecting these lewd, crude sickos. <laughs> Again! This, we did this in 2001. We did this in 2002. And then they're doing it again. And it's like, okay, at some point, we got to pull some funding. At some point, we got to say, guess what? We're shutting you down. Shut it down! I can't. Ugh, it's pissing me off. Uh, so I'm, I'm not even going to pretend to say these guys' names. Uh, we're charged with lewd and lascivious behavior after passerbys spotted their tryst. They, the, the author used the word tryst. Thank goodness. God bless him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spotted their tryst in broad daylight inside a Volkswagen Beetle. First off, mm. you're driving the dumbest a, car in compact. the world. <laughs> you got two priests. Like, this is a bad joke. Yeah. Oh, two priests get in a Volkswagen Beetle. Uh, and then they bone each other. <laughs> what's, the, what's so funny? It was at a playground. <laughs> it's like, at least you're not having sex with kids. Uh, in full view of the public, after receiving a complaint, police arrived. Dude, these guys were going at it. You got to think, like, police turnaround is like 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> in Florida. In Florida. I wonder how long it places. is. Uh, Listen to this. Uh, after receiving complaints, police arrived at the scene to see the sexual acts still going on. The officers were easily able to spot the two <laughs> as the car was parked, answer your question, Hey-o. next to a playground and did not have tinted windows. 
the two priests. That was their downfall. <laughs> you know that was their downfall, right? We're if only they had tinted windows. Ah, if you'd had the shoot. I told you to spend the extra dough on, on the extra tenth <laughs> tithe on the tinted windows. Uh, the two priests were so engaged that they didn't notice when police were uh, there until officers tapped on the window. Jeez. <laughs> Dude, that's, I that's what I that's what I call an unholy union. With that beetle, it's an unholy trinity. Like, jeez, <laughs> you think they were like, "Oh, officer, how are you? Come on in here." They think it was like the YMCA, like playing out. You know, they. I'm pretty sure the YMCA kicked the priest character out of their lineup. Oh yeah, they never had one, but they, if they did. <laughs> they should, they if would they have. did, they like murdered him, yeah. melted him down, <laughs> spread his ashes across four different states. Uh, uh, it's our responsibility. <laughs> Listen to us. Uh, sorry. Uh, both priests are from Arlington Heights, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. Throw Chicago under the bus. Right? It's like, hey, there's a bunch of perverts in Chicago. Service <laughs> uh, saying uh, both were removed from the ministry. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's our responsibility to ensure those who serve our people are fit for ministry. Annie Messali, a spokeswoman for the Archdiocese of Chicago. See, I love how these priests can't, like, their their bosses can't talk for them, so they got a spokesperson. Uh-huh. Uh, and I also love that the spokesperson in the Catholic Church is a woman. Right? They're like, God, you don't have any power to do nothing until we mess up. And then, then you got to make be things the face right. Of it. You'll be the face of it. Can't hate a woman, right? If two guys are having sex, can't hate a woman. Uh, you take this matter, we take this matter very seriously. I love that that's the quote from the spokeswoman of the Archdiocese of Chicago. So it sounds like these these dudes weren't even in Florida. Uh, they <laughs> they ran away in their in their Volkswagen Beetle to bone each other on the beach of Florida by a playground by kids. And they're like, "Well, we're not having sex with kids, so uh, what's the problem, Oscar?" Yep. Pro, pro, pro. Keep things in perspective. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Florida... <laughs> don't, don't lose sight of the bigger win but here. But wait, hold a second. Doesn't that, isn't that kind of more crappy to Florida people? Because these guys aren't from Florida. They're from Chicago, right? You got these guys from <laughs> Chicago. And, they're, and they, they're like, you know where we could get away with this? Florida. I found this subreddit called Florida Man. If we go down there, people won't believe it. We'll still have our jobs. We'll still be paid ministry. We'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the noise that was being made. Um... <laughs> A uh, couple other things. Uh, I want to end on the big Nike ad thing, but uh, Reddit. Uh, the big I Nike this, ad thing. Yeah, the Nike ad thing. It's a small thing. Uh, it's um, no. So you uh, right before we started, uh, I mentioned we were kind of going through like what what everything we want to talk about uh, or my list of rants. Uh, this is not a rant. This is like insane. Is the uh, Cincinnati police released body footage, right? Body cam footage. Of uh, yeah. there was a terrible shootout in downtown Cincinnati. Yeah. This guy went nuts. He in started a, shooting in the up. middle of a like a business park with a yeah. fountain in the middle of all the buildings and yeah. stuff. It lots looks, of people. Around. Lots of people. Yeah. Super busy. This was like Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, the city, uh, which a lot, if you notice, with the whole like Black Lives Matter and the pol- police brutality stuff uh, that, that's caught on in the last few years, which good because I think there's a problem there, right? I don't think every cop is bad. I don't think it's fair to blame them all yeah uh, for, i don't think it's systemic but unless you're the lapd you mm-hmm. have a history of awful violence towards a certain group of persons right like go yourself that's 
<laughs> like the my thing. Um, no, so I watched. Did you, you watched it? Right, I did. Yeah, the body cam footage Boom. of the female officer in Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, they they run towards the gunfire. Insane. Yeah, so super heroic. It starts kind of. It starts her, kind of. Her cover game is on point. Like it made it me. Looks it made me like jealous of like game. yeah. It, it well and all her like other officer buddies yeah right? is hers the one where the it's an older officer kind of in front of her at the beginning yeah and they both uh-huh. like and they run into that uh the little park. the little courtyard area mm-hmm. and then she lights up that window yeah she shoots the guy through a window yeah. with a burst fire handgun <laughs> it goes brr, brr, yeah brr. uh insane but you gotta think like when that, that's where I. That's where I gotta say, like, no, all cops are not bad, and I think there's a small, a small minority of these officers who are terrible, yeah. right? Who are racist, who are taking advantage of the system, who are authoritative, and yeah. they're like, I'm picking on a one, you know, a certain kind of person. Yeah. Unfortunately, their stories speak the loudest yeah. because of how heinous they are. Because they're insanely. You, know, you don't. Heinous, you don't right? hear about the thousands of, you know, routine traffic stops that go fine. But you yeah. hear about the one where they shot up a black dude inside yeah. a car, like. But this, but this body camera footage—it's like three or four different officers. One has this big like rifle mm-hmm. looking yeah, it's thing. A, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't want to sound like a you know a crazy anti gun. Levi, Levi, where are you? <laughs> uh, Levi would say something like, "You don't know." Uh, it's a. It's not what we think you sound like, Levi. <laughs> we're just we're trying to pay homage, and it's not working. Um. Yeah. Anyways, like she, this, this, this female officer, like they run, they identify the guys in the window, right? Mm-hmm. And they're they're on the first floor. This is not like if you go out and find yeah, this video because it's it's insane. And there's this older officer next to her, and he like runs across, gets behind this pillar. She's behind this like corner pillar, and all of a sudden it's like three, and they're they're talking their little police lingo back and forth, and they ID that the dude is in the window, and she just pop 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 pop, pop yep. like just blasts it. And, uh, but what's crazy about it is how it's not, it, the, the violence in that piece is not what's, what's insane. It's the fact that these officers are trained and none of them woke up that morning thinking like, today I'm going to have to do this. Today yeah. I'm going to have to pull this gun out and I'm going to have to use it. to run towards uh, an active shooter. Or the, or the, 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 yeah, the, uh, officer with the rifle, you know, who that's in their trunk. They don't have that. They're, they're, they don't have that on their persons, right? Like, well, it's Cincinnati. They might uh, a couple. I don't know. Um, they don't call it the nasty natty for nothing. <laughs> but it, it, you watch the video and you realize that while everyone else is running from the problem, these officers are trained, and their responsibility to everyone else is to run to the problem. Yeah, and that their life is yeah their life is on the line, but. Their life is meant to protect and save and serve the lives of those people around them. So it, when people start saying like, you know, f the police and like all cops are pigs and like they're, ba-, it's like no, no, because when you need them and they're there and they help you, yeah. like yeah, that's like, and I get it, I get that bad things happen to other people. I'm not, uh, maybe this is my white privilege talking. I don't know, but uh, it's, I get nervous when I get pulled over because I think like fudge. I'm going away this time because my taillight is out. I don't know. Like, um, I'm going to say the wrong thing or like, I'm going to make the wrong move. Yeah. I'm going to reach for my ID and he's going to think I'm 
Yeah. So you never know. But but the thing is, like, you know, these are a lot of these people are people who just they just wake up. They're just trying to make their way through the universe. They're trying to, you know, make some money so they can make some food so they can feed their family and kids or themselves and they can go to bed and do it again the next morning. That's it. That's all they want. And they, they took a really hard route to do that, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm thankful for that. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Super heroic. Body camera footage Good is job, insane. Officer. Officer lady person. Lady. Appreciate it. Uh, officer grandpa in front of her like thank you too no like there's a, there's a husky bald dude too oh, the, i have yeah. to watch it again oh i'm from ohio so like cincinnati like is, i know i know cincinnati fairly well and so like all of a sudden they're like there's a shooting in cincinnati you're like oh, okay yeah. oh, oh. um all right let's let's talk about this last one mm. i'm actually cur- really curious about because uh, stat, as we've talked about before, yeah, I am not a sports person. <laughs> uh, I, I do not understand these sports. Um, it's I mean I do and I don't. I, I I get the whole sports world. I think sometimes we put way too much into this. Anyways, um, <laughs> so Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, can I complain about the dude's hair? Uh, I don't he's, know. Can he's you? black, right? Like he's a black <laughs> yeah. guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, so like, I get the whole afro look <laughs> for him. Like, no, for real. Like, good for him. I don't pros, <laughs> pros. Good for him. Uh, what I don't understand is why he has to have his hair look so stupid. Like that is just like the biggest unnecessary afro for a football player. Well, I guess he hasn't played in a while. Yeah, he's when not. Did he, when did he, so so walk me through a little bit before the famous knee. That he takes. Yeah. Uh, he had been on the bench for a couple weeks, right? Like, he's not... You don't know? I don't know I, 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 don't, I don't know all the super fine details. I know the overarching story and the and the theme and stuff. I know that... I mean, he, he took a knee during the... Uh, the open opening of a game national anthem. Uh, during the net na- yeah during yeah. the national anthem when the flag was being flown and waved and everything and everybody else is standing there hands on their hearts uh he took a knee to uh dispute and to challenge and protest uh police violence yeah, against pr- ble- pr- blah, 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 african-americans police brutality brutality yeah right yeah. and and uh and, and a lot of people took offense to his protest because they said that he's disrespecting the flag, he's disrespecting the national anthem, he's disrespecting the office of the president, he's disrespecting the troops, right? Uh-huh. You're you're disrespecting the troops that are fighting for your freedom by refusing to stand and, and honor the flag during the national anthem. Right, right. Which, and, and, and you, I mean, you guys, if you guys have been listening, you probably know by now, I do not try to get political. I, <laughs> this I honestly, is not meant to be that either. This yeah, is, yeah. But, but my opinion on it, if, if I can get a little political, this is as political as you're, you'll ever hear me guess get. Guess what? You can, because this is your show, too. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I am the host. Um, he, ha- in, in my opinion, right, he has every right to protest uh-huh. how he wants uh-huh. as long as he's not infringing on the other uh, anybody else's rights yeah uh so as long as he's not violent as long as he's not forcing others to you know whatever yeah. else uh whether or not he's right or wrong shouldn't matter mm-hmm. um because he has the right to protest and he has the right to free speech and and you know making his point and his opinion heard. Um, so my first thought is great. 
you know, do, do whatever you want to do. Uh, but the problem nowadays, currently 2018 well, is how long, how long ago was this when he, it's been a couple years now. It's been like three years or, yeah. or two. Yeah. I'm going to look, I'm going to look at yeah, it. Well, it's been an ongoing thing. There's been, uh, whole teams in the NFL since he started this that have all taken a knee during the national anthem. Um, in fact, there was, I think last season, I might be getting my dates mixed up, but last season there was a team that was go- that announced that they were all going to take a knee during the National Anthem. And so the police escort for the flag at the start of this game refused to, to show up. <laughs> Which I thought was super ironic because everyone was getting mad at them for protesting and disrespecting people. So the so police gonna, go, well, we're not going to support you. I'm going to protest your protest. Yeah, they, by and protesting. they protest their protest. Which ironically <sighs> was not such a big deal for the police force to protest the football players, but it is a big deal for the football players to protest the police force. Right. It's a whole it's it's a whole thing, and it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier. It's it's that social climate nowadays, and it's that economic and racially charged climate that we're kind of living in right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, but it's been a few <laughs> years in protests and other people have done it. Uh, there's, you know, president Trump is, has been letting his Twitter fingers fly <laughs> and he needs to get off Twitter. <clears throat> One of his aides or his, someone in his cabinet just needs to come over oh, and you know that there's like, there's account. that like secret, person in his administration who is purposely thwarting yeah. the shut up it's, first off that that pisses me off you know why because no one in his like little administration thing did i vote for i didn't vote for trump either so i don't care but to, <laughs> to, to be a person who is not democratically elected to then be saying guess what i'm gonna help overthrow everything because i disagree with what was democratically yeah. elected like shut up yeah. Be stupid about it and go do it. Go mess up someone else's country. Make us look better by going to mess up. Like go do that to Russia. Instead of trying to find a Russian mole, be the American mole in Russia. Hey, there we go. I, I got it all figured out. <laughs> uh, but fast forward to now, and dude, hold on, hold on. I wanna, I wanna find when he took when he took a knee. Uh, the. the uh, U.S. national uh, uh, 2016. Yeah, so a few years ago. Yeah, uh, two two and a half years ago. So, like, here's the thing. Um, I I like like the whole Eminem thing, right? I believe that a person should be allowed to say what they want, uh, protest how they want, what they want. Uh, I think like yeah, there's a lot of weird details with the NFL because it is a business these mm-hmm. guys are contracted players like if you are a contract employees em- yeah if you're a contracted employee you have specific rules that you have to play by right yeah. and so then that was kind of like i felt like over the last couple of years all of a sudden the the big the big uh, piece to it all was you know the nfl's like we're gonna make all the players stand we're gonna make it a rule. I'm like, no, nah, you're just being stupid, you know. And they're like, and then I hate when other people are like, um, just you know what you should just do? You should just uh, stick to playing football and stop giving us your opinions. Yeah. I don't know why my stupid person voice is a uh, hillbilly, uh, um, <laughs> but it is. Uh, yeah. That's that. That is something that bugs me though. When well, people and, and same speak with celebrities. Out. 
They're like, why don't you just go back to acting? Yeah. Just do what do what I pay you to do. Yeah, I we don't, pay yeah, you to you're listen not, to you. You're not paid to bring your opinion out here. This is delicious, by the way. I'm still slipping. Yeah, thanks. Slipping. Slipping. Sipping. Your words are slipping. Well, you're still sipping. On this uh, large Maverick Adventures for Stop stat special. I, I hate that, right? And here's the thing. Colin Kaepernick took a knee. He knelt down. Mm-hmm. You know who else kneels down a lot? Catholics. You know who else kneels down? Florida Catholic man. altar boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different kind of kneeling. But uh, in, in, in some instances, I think it's interesting. In some instances, taking a knee is respectful, right? I remember like being on a soccer field when I was in high school uh, and, and before that. Someone would get like hurt. Someone would get like hit pretty hard. You know, they'd be winded. You're told to take a knee, right? It was, you stopped. Well, it was play. soccer, so they probably just said, "I ah, get up, you're fine." This was like a it. decade ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It was flopping. They're like, "Flop, get the flip flops." Um, so, anyways, like I remember when it happened, and they're like, "Colin Kaepernick from the 49ers has taken a knee," and I go, "So, what? Yeah, what?" And they're like, uh, "It's uh, it's disrespectful to the flag," and I'm like, "Okay, like how so? Because he's not putting his hand on his heart." Because I don't, I don't think there's a law that says I have to pledge my allegiance. Right. Right? Uh, that's what makes this country great, is that I don't have to. Right? I don't have to do that. Yep. I'm not saying it's right. Again, I'm with Eminem's thing, right? Not saying the use of the word is right. I'm just saying, like, I think we just explode about the dumbest things. Speaking about exploding about dumbest things, fast forward to now. to to now right so i thought up until about a week ago i thought the whole colin kaepernick because apparently like afterwards the nfl dropped him or something or he's like a free agent and nobody wants him yeah, nobody or, nobody signs him because it's there's all this ba- baggage and, yeah they're like we don't want to deal with that we don't and like you said there's all these other teams that are doing it so at this point i go this is stupid why does it even matter right like just and and i get I understand the side that's saying, uh, you know, this is we're taking a stance, we're, we're protesting, we're trying to raise awareness that mm-hmm. there's this problem, that there are, there are some police brutality that is not being investigated and looked at correctly, uh, and and it's it's toward black people in America. I get that, a hundred percent. I understand where that's coming from. And then there's this other side that is saying, how dare you protest and disrespect my flag? You, you know, you're supposed to stand and be respectful, and you're 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 pissing on all the veterans and the armed servicemen and and then uh <laughs> i think what's happened recently honestly like the cynic in me is like super happy for nike so nike this is the 30th anniversary big deal right mm-hmm. of the just do it campaign that started 30 years ago probably one of the most recognizable marketing right? campaigns in history it made the nike swoosh the most famous icon next to mcdonald's right uh, still made by little Chinese hands, so they get those <laughs> stitchings just so right. But, um, so uh, Nike's been in talks about, like, well, what are we going to do? How are they going to do it? And like most marketing stuff, it's kept under wraps, right? And then, boom, it's just out there. Yep. And so what do they do, Stat? Tell me, what do they do? So they put out this commercial, and uh, there's a voiceover, <laughs> and it shows a bunch of athletes going through going through the commercial where they talk about all their hardships they went through they talk about all the uh opposition that they faced and all the everything that they had to overcome to get to where they were and the voiceover is talking about you know don't be great don't be don't be the best in your school or the best in your league or don't be the best be the best ever 
be the best, you know, be, don't, don't just be the fastest swimmer in your area for that championship, but be the fastest swimmer ever. And just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Right. <laughs> like it, it, they say, if, if people say your dreams are crazy, well, that's great because those are the types of dreams you should have. The crazy ones, the ones that seem unobtainable yeah. because then when you obtain them, you're going to prove everybody wrong. So that's the whole vibe of the commercial, which is great. Uh -huh. Like, don't get me wrong. And it's that classic stupid sports thing where it's like, be the best, do the great. Like, yeah. I, I can appreciate it, too, because it makes for some good motivation. Yeah, like, it's, a good, it's good marketing. And, uh, like, yeah, it's it's good marketing. And because they don't they don't sell you the shoe, right? They're not selling you. They're selling you the behavior the yeah, shoe gives exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. There's right? no product in this com no. commercial. No, there's, there's no specific, like, here's the new Nike Fly Knits. Yeah. It's, Which, it's, <laughs> it's funny because that's, like, my favorite. My favorite car commercials are the ones that show you the car for sure, right? They always show you the car. Mm -hmm. But don't tell you anything about it. Yeah. Like, one of my favorites the Matthew McConaughey Lincoln. I know it's hilarious <laughs> to, a, to a degree, but he's like, and when you drive a Lincoln, it's just fun sometimes you got to take a step back to move forward you're like what the hell <laughs> and then then you're just watching you're like dude this is the coolest thing i can yeah. do i i want to buy a lincoln lincoln sales like went up through the roof because of that commercial right yeah. did they tell you what the car did no no did they tell you the gas mileage no did they tell Does you that what? all wheel drive don't yeah. know Does don't it have know. a rear cam don't no. know don't know right all i know is this has this, doesn't have airbags <laughs> doesn't matter Who knows? <laughs> because when you're driving 10 miles an hour like he's doing in that car, uh, commercial yeah. through the desert <laughs> the, the bull one's hilarious he's like you take the bull by the horn <laughs> I don't know, do you? You're like, what are you doing? I don't know. I think, Tell I me, think do you? Just, I think they put a camera crew in a Lincoln with, with Matthew McConaughey, and he lit up on mushrooms like there was no tomorrow. And he goes, <laughs> we're going to go to a coffee shop. We're going to drive slow through L.A. And then I'm going to go to the desert and have a face-off with, with a big old animal, <laughs> whichever one we find first. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just like, what? Okay. And, then, and they're like, yeah, okay. They follow him, and they're like, see that? bison over there i'm gonna look at it in the safety of this lincoln <laughs> like, i don't get it man. anyway so yeah. colin colin capron i'm saying his name right right yeah sure yeah. colin colin caprizi uh but so, but but the, but the commercial so it features him at some point yeah with a very kind of near the end isn't it like, yeah kind of near the end it shows colin kaepernick just kind of standing there and i forget the line it says exactly it says uh believe in something even if you, it means sacrificing everything. Yeah, even if it means sacrificing everything. And then it goes on and shows a few more athletes and wraps up the commercial. And you find out it was him doing the voiceover the whole yeah. time. It was him. Yeah. Surprise. Gotcha. So, so Nike picks Colin Kaepernick. Which, here's the thing. Controversy sells. Yeah. Like, anyone in marketing will tell yeah. you that if you, you if you can harness and use controversy the right way, it sells. Yeah. Guess guess how much uh, increase in revenue Nike has seen in just the last week? Probably a bunch. 31%, which is yeah. astronomically great. Especially for how big of a brand they are to They're jump a multi -billion 31% dollar. more. Yeah. It's so, crazy. So, year over to year, right? Like, we, like, for us, like, not a drill podcast, if we jump in, you know, sales of merchandise... 31 percent we have like, 31 cents we we sold a bumper sticker we are at a loss because we spend money buying sodas <laughs> and buy equipment we're hemorrhaging people yeah, we, the ship is <laughs> sinking the bunker is flooded um so anyways that's that's the commercial yeah. right because people are talking about it and then 
<laughs> the fire started. Literally. People on Twitter, because again, back to Dan Reynolds, why do we gotta go to Twitter to have these wars? That's like, the I'm platform pretty sure, of choice. I'm pretty sure in like 30 years, we're not gonna have soldiers who actually go shoot people. We're just gonna be like, dude, they burned you with a plus five twit tweet. You're done. A twit. A tweet. You're done. You're dead. Get out of here. Yeah. And that's how wars will be won. All the, all the kids in debate club, mm. they're going to be professional hitmen. They're going to be the new on. Navy SEALs. Yep. They're going to be like, um, I'm a, f- star, a four-star debate general. And you're yeah. like, oh, shit. Cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, he should probably have the best seat in Do the house. Do not retweet him. Um, future senator. Uh, anyways, so uh, people uh, go to Twitter and they start using the hashtag boycott Nike, burn Nike, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, what? Here's, here's the thing, Stat. I don't understand. What possesses a person to go, you know what? I hate them Nikes so much <laughs> <laughs> that I'm going to go out and burn them. Nike already has your money. That's, that's what are you a, doing? Right away, that's what people started saying. They're like, wait, what are you doing? They're like, uh, cutting them out of my clothes. They're like, that's an $80 yeah. shirt. You just cut a hole in Yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, at least I stand for the anthem. What? What? Uh, yeah. First it's, off, first off, let's rewind. This whole thing is spun out of proportion at this point because everything I read is how much Colin Kaepernick must hate America, how much he must hate uh, the uh, uh, the truths, how much he. And then we go back and we go, why was he protesting? Why did why was he protesting? Yeah. He was protesting to raise awareness about a very obvious problem that some police in this nation have. Of targeting certain minority groups, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But now we've like because this is this is how you spin stuff. You go, he hates America, he hates the flag, he done. I'm gonna burn it all. It's like yeah, like you said, they already got your money. Yeah, what the hell? I want to go buy a pair of Nikes just because right now. I want to go in and be like, thank you. You know why? Because it's a great country we live in because you can put a marketing yeah. thing out there like that. You can get people talking about you because people are talking about Nike like they haven't talked about Nike since Michael Jordan dropped the Air Jordans 30 years ago. I'm getting too into this. My hand's hurting. <laughs> That's what's insane about it. <laughs> but I, it just it, it boggles my mind. Here's, here's my take on the commercial real quick because uh, I know we're kind of running short on time. Um, my take on the commercial is I think it's brilliant. And I think their use of Colin Kaepernick because it, with, with the line... Do you still have that line pulled up? Yeah. They, it, read, it, read it one more time. Uh, it says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. So, Which, first off, on its own, if you take it out of context, is a phenomenal piece of writing. Yeah. Whoever in that marketing group came up with that, because if you think about every person in the world... Where it says, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. A lot of the people who wish they had done, the regretters, right? Like, in the moments in my life where I go, I regretted not doing this. It's because I believed in it, but I didn't believe in it enough to make the sacrifice to do it, yeah. right? Like, I, I wake up sometimes, or, or like this morning, I was thinking, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit in my studio, I'm going to record some music. And then I... I didn't sacrifice the time to do that. Mm-hmm. I instead filled it with all this other stuff, which was great. But then, am I going to do that same thing tomorrow? And, I, and at some point, I have to ask myself, do I believe in it enough to make the sacrifice? It's a phenomenal piece yeah. of writing. It's great. Yeah. Um, and, and I think especially paired with his story, because 
like you were saying earlier, he he hasn't been playing football because nobody will sign him for their team. And it's the equivalent of getting fired. Yeah, but but th- think about think about where he was at. He he was a pretty good quarterback. Like he was he was very very good. He was playing in the NFL, which is, I mean, For the he, 49ers. Yeah. He's like not, not just any This team. isn't high school football. This he's isn't playing, even college football. He's not playing for the Bengals <laughs> or, the or the Browns. Browns. <laughs> um, how, does those, how do those teams, like, even, they're the teams that everyone goes to and they go, you know, we're going to lose. Yeah. They're like, yeah. 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 But we just need he, the points. I, but I mean, he was, in, he was in the NFL. He was, he was, among the best of the best uh-huh. and he decided that what he believed in was more important than than having that opportunity to perform on an NFL football team which i think again whatever he did t- t- whether you agree with it or not you have to admire that he was able to stand with his uh-huh. convictions, yep. right? His his morals were more important to him than man. I'm getting paid a crap ton of money to play football, to yeah. play a game, right? To get hit in the head a bunch of times and go <laughs> to home. Play a game. Yeah, once a week. <laughs> but really, like, like, and, and so I think that Nike's Nike's attachment to him and and where where they when they put him in the ad, even had him do the voiceover, super controversial, obviously. But I think especially paired with that quote is very very poignant because. That, oh, that's yeah. that's what Nike and it kind of goes back to what we were saying like they're not selling a a pair of shoes they're not selling this season's this year's you know the uh, line of of merchandise or whatever they're just selling their brand they're selling their yeah. ideals so they're saying you know do, believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything yeah right well and i think that's what a lot of these like boycotters did they're like well i believe in this country and i'm like i do i yeah. do and they're like, so I'm gonna burn all this stuff. You're like, why do you? Why? You're being yeah. stupid. And then you know what else pissed me off? All the people who, all the people who take the, they're not siding with Colin Kaepernick, but they're they're saying oh, your boycott stupid of Nike. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, why don't you just do something better with your shoes? Like, I don't know, send them to like the homeless people. Yeah, donate. Them. I go and I go. That's a great thing. And I love how everyone's now saying that. They're like. You know what? You know what you should do instead of burning this stuff? You should just, uh, I don't know, donate it. Because I'm a better person if I say that. I'm not agreeing with this doofus over here who plays football. And I'm not agreeing with this doofus over here who's burning stuff. I'm just in a happy middle. It's an apathetic middle ground. Oh, it's an apathetic middle ground that gets you Which is where I live. No, but here's the thing. No, no, no. (laughs) no, no, no. Yeah, you might live there. But no, this is like like people online where they're like, um, yeah, I just don't really want to take a stand. But like the homeless people. Need, and I'm like, how many shoes do you have in your closet right now? You could have taken them already. Mm-hmm. And you're just doing it now because you, you want everyone else to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're saying, like, like my page if you want me. Shut up. But how many of those people do you think are really never, ever, 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 ever going to buy anything Nike ever again? I'm, I'm going like, to buy go, some this week. Go, go back to, <laughs> yeah. Go, I've been wearing mine this week. I love my Nikes. Go back to uh, Chick-fil-A when people all started boycotting Chick-fil-A saying, oh, I'm never going to eat there again. Dude, the lines got shorter. I loved it. Yeah. Like the handful of haters were like, "I'm out of here. I'm gonna." Um, yep, sales went up, right? Yeah. And I get it, but it's stupid. It's stupid. but how many of those people have, since that point really haven't bought a Chick Fil A sandwich? And if you're listening and you really haven't, then I say good for you. Yeah, you know, because you're because you. you're just like Colin Kaepernick. You, you believed in something believed in enough something. to really stick to it. And, you're and sacrificing everything. And that's the thing. Their chicken sandwiches and waffle fries so and their Chick Fil A sauce, mm. which is like a hybrid of honey mustard and barbecue. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's Sunday. 
Dude, but there's this is another, the wrong conversation we have mm, on Sunday. I know we we talk they're too not much. Open on they're not on Sunday. Uh, so delicious in Chick Fil A. Two of my favorite places are not <laughs> open on the Sabbath, right? Uh, Sabbath. Um, just to wrap this up, though. Yeah, please. Th- there's one other piece to this insane Nike ad commercial thing. First off, uh, people at Nike are freaking smart, right? These these are guys are marketing geniuses. Yeah, you don't get a job at Nike marketing. Just, just because. being whoever, yeah, yeah. So uh, you you don't think that they thought through every pitfall this campaign could yeah, have, probably. would have? You think that they're they're the sports shoe, right? These are like these are the number one sportswear clothing out there. They're, their competition is Reebok, Adidas, Under Armour, and probably a handful of other like things. But you're talking like Nike has Michael Jordan, right? Like, yeah. Oh, uh, anyways, LeBron uh, James. Yeah, Le- who? Um, anyways, the uh, you don't think that they thought through this already? That's, yeah, they knew. They knew. They, they knew, knew they were doing. They well, it's not. I don't think Nike did anything to be malicious. I think they were taking advantage of a situation that was mutually beneficial for everybody. Yeah. Right. And and they said, look, like this is this is totally part of the just do it right is mm-hmm. is when you believe in something go out and just do it anyways uh this is what i love about the internet the internet turned this upside down inside out to a thing that i don't even think that nike could have expected mm-hmm. uh two letters repeated it's a meme <laughs> So all of a sudden the internet gets a hold of it. Uh, I have a couple examples. Where's the one that uh, didn't Levi send us one? I think like, oh yeah, oh I sent one. Uh, who's this? Who's this guy? I don't remember who he is. Uh, uh, J.R. Smith. That's right. J.R. Smith, basketball he, player, professional, uh, played the, recently for the Cavs. For the Cavs, yeah. And and he blew LeBron's this. chances. Basically, they lost. <laughs> but he has, all their momentum. But hold on, I'm still mad about that. He has this oh moment, this last season, right, where he like runs the clock, or he like holds it. What does he do exactly? Yeah, that they're, one, so they're, LeBron's they're, like, what? What? Yeah, what are you doing? They, they're tied, <laughs> and and basically, long story short, J.R. Smith gets a rebound. The score is uh, tied, and. He doesn't put up a shot. He just kind of holds it to run the clock out. And LeBron James has one of the best reactions that's ever been recorded in the history what? of the NBA. You can see, you can see all the frustration in his face, and up in like the whole season, just boiling down to that one moment where he literally throws his hands out at Jr. Like, who has what the ball, are you and he's doing? Like, what are you doing? So, so, anyways, I found this one. This guy on uh, Twitter, whatever, was like, "Bruh, I can't." I can't no more. First off, pisses me off that people online can't use complete sentences. Like they're like, "Bruh, I can't bruh. no more." Bruh. First off, "bruh" not a real word. Uh, anyways, it's this picture of is it J.R. Smith? That's who that is. Yeah, J.R. Yeah. Smith. J.R. Smith, <laughs> and it's in the in the the same kind of lighting and stuff as the Colin Kaepernick mm. just do it picture, and it's like his says, "I could have swore we had the lead." <laughs> Hennessy. Hennessy. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's funny. Um, Let's see, what was the other one? Uh, Just just on my homepage right now, I didn't even have to look for this. It was just up. It says, uh, Navy SEAL who killed Osama bin Laden says that, quote, I have no issues with Colin Kaepernick and people who burn Nike are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And the person replying to that says, if the first person to ever 360 no-scope a terrorist in real life says that Cap's cool... 
then Cap's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think that it was that same guy who uh, someone. Oh, there was a post the other day I saw where someone was saying like, uh, you know, oh, you like killed terrorists, blah blah. Like Obama killed a terrorist, killed Bin Laden, but everyone like blah blah blah, and they were talking crap about it. And he replied with something, and they were like, "Man, like, shut up! You don't know what you're talking about." And that guy, who's the guy who's mm-hmm. credited with shooting osama bin laden he goes, confirmed kill yeah confirmed like he goes he tweets back and he goes you don't know who you're talking to do you <laughs> it's like <laughs> the not the guy who ordered the kill the guy who shot him right <laughs> the guy who uh, documentedly was said to have shot osama bin laden like how stupid are people it's because they're so emotional and they get they get gut reactions um <laughs> my personal favorite i'm a huge star wars fan and my personal favorite just do it ad is this one it's just a stormtrooper helmet and it says <laughs> shoot at something even if it means missing everything <laughs> <laughs> and and oh, in, and you know what was so clever though look at his eyes What's in his eyes? Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. <laughs> Shit, man. Can I, can I just real quick, since we're ending uh, on this note with Star Wars, can I give a little teaser into our next episode? Yeah. Because I really want to talk about this. Yeah. Have you heard the fan theory that the stormtroopers are missing on purpose? Ooh. Have, have you heard I? this? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. All that and more on next episode of This Is Not A Drill. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> As always... Uh, I have been Stat. Thank you so much for listening. Here with me is my co-host, Chris Danger. If you believe in something, sacrifice all for the podcast. We'll see you next time. Good night. What an amazing episode, full of amazing points, crazy viewpoints, and maybe even one of Chris Danger's classic rants. Anyways, if you've lasted this long into the podcast, congratulations, you're one of our favorites. We just wanted to tell you that we are expanding our podcast universe. We are now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, recently added to Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Ah and hopefully more to come. Anyways, stay frosty, guys. Love you. Florida man. Because I heard of Florida man. Florida man man priests aren't having sex with kids. Uh, That's the pro. Okay, (laughs) Pro. Florida man priests. Because every pro has a con. Hold on. Lay it on me. I'm I'm going to have... I'm going to keep the con for when we announce it. But just, I'm, just I'm so looking, you know. I'm looking forward to it. Ah. I'm so excited. All right, we ready? Ready? Yes.